Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, just the one quick announcement this week before we jump into episode 53. Uh, those of you who follow us on Twitter might have seen us posting links to articles on the site World Anvil uh, before now about our homebrew D&D setting of Valana. Uh, this is also the setting that we've uh, come up with some stuff for in a couple of our previous world building bonus episodes. Uh, well, for those of you who are into that stuff, uh, we're taking part this month, uh, July, all of July, in uh, World Anvil's community event Summer Camp 2019. We'll be posting a brand new article every day of the month uh, about a different thing in our D&D setting and as part of this we're going to be doing a pair of very special world building bonus episodes. Uh, the first one next week on Thursday the 11th and the second one two weeks after that on Thursday the 25th. Uh, we hope that you'll uh, tune in for those and follow the links from our Twitter to check out the Valana setting guide that we're sort of slowly putting together up on World Anvil. Uh, Alright then, uh, let's quickly recap what happened last episode. After learning that his friend Jenkins had had his liver removed, uh, apparently without explanation, as part of his treatment at the sanitarium, uh, Barnard's temper was definitely fraying, and he stormed off uh, with Madame Sway in tow in search of an explanation. Uh, led to the office of the head of the sanitarium, Dr. Quartley, uh, by a nurse, they found it locked, and as the nurse left, took the opportunity to break in and search for clues. Uh, they didn't find much, but after seeing a portrait on the wall of the doctor, uh, they now know who they're looking for. Uh, meanwhile, Alistair had secreted himself in a hidden corner of an operating theatre, and although his view was blocked, uh, he was an observer to yet another organ harvesting procedure. At the first opportunity, the group reconvened and decided that their plan should be to question this Dr. Quartley, as his actions seemed less than orthodox. Uh, they learned that the Doctor had just left the premises and guessed that perhaps he was returning home. Uh, after some pressure from Barnard, uh, they learned uh, from a staff member the whereabouts of the Doctor's house and left the sanitarium. That is pretty much where we left off last time, so without any further ado, uh, let's begin today's episode. Enjoy. So yeah, the uh, three of you leave, heading uh, back out of the, um, back up the uh, the gravel driveway of the, um, the sanitarium, and onto the road. Now, one way leads back into town, but that is the way, not the way that you've been told the doctor's house was. That was the other way, heading further north. So, heading that way. Yes, I think so. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We are we content to go on foot? Is it somewhere we can get to on foot fairly quickly? You don't know that. Hmm. 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 So clearly they don't know that either. No, they, they were, you <laughs> yeah. were told further up the road and north, which is the direction the road goes in. But that is. Uh... And there's there's no there's nothing evident on the horizon. There's no obvious like there's the big house that they were alluding to. Kind um, of not from where not, not from where you're standing. No, I mean there's a. a there's actually quite a lot of trees around here. You can't see the house from where you're standing, is what I'm saying, basically. What time of day is it? 
as we've left the... Uh, uh, probably early afternoon. Well, yeah, we must have been in the sanitarium through till midday at the very least. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's about mi- yeah, it's about midday. <clears throat> okay. Well, we've got time to walk then, so yeah, Barnard's happy to keep going. Let's go for a stroll. Alrighty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so nice pleasant stroll. In the yeah, countryside. yeah, yeah. You guys have a, a pleasant stroll further up the road. It's um, it's not a very developed bit. You know, you're kind of out of town at this point. The sanitarium itself was, anyway. You know, there's a few sort of few sort of scattered buildings here and there, um, but there's not like a lot of houses or anything. But you, after about 20, 25 minutes walk, you do come to um, what looks like the end of a kind of driveway coming off the road. And looking, you can see there is a not like as not as big as the manor house that the you know near to the um, the headland, but uh, you know, fairly decent sized house, sort of set back from the road. You guess this might be your destination. Shall we knock? Hmm. Is there, as, as we're approaching the building, sorry, before we have a little chat, as we're approaching the building, is there any indication of movement in any of the windows or overt sounds coming from the building? Um, make a, make intelligence check for me. Oh, Arnold's passed an intelligence test. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't see anything, no. Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sweet irony. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, right then. Okay, so um, shall we knock on the door? Should we scout about My the outside of it first? Like check around the side and make sure we've like covered the outside first before we go and go. Hello. Perhaps might I suggest, Miss Way, that you check around the side of the building while Alistair and I speak to the doctor at the door. I have um, questions that are burning in my mind right now that really uh, I can't put to the side. No doubt you do. Yes, I think I will go around the side. A little... at least ease for now. Don't worry, Madam Sway, I'll keep an eye on him. Be sure to do. Okay, so let's stick with the two guys at the front door for for the second then. So the three of you walk up the driveway, Madam Sway, I guess, sort of breaking off to go round one side of the building. Um, as I said, not a huge like manor house type thing, but it's more of a quite sort of decent sized sort of, I don't know, it's not, it's not really a townhouse, but it's quite, I don't know, it's a couple of floors, fairly decent size, and you find yourselves at the front door. Right. Shall I do the honours, Bernard? Um, as you wish. Very well. I knock on the door three times. Okay. There's a slight pause. And the door is opened by a middle-aged sort of woman dressed kind of in... It's like a sort of housekeeper. Can I help you? Good afternoon. Good Um, afternoon. My friend and I were looking... We're hoping to speak with uh, the doctor from the sanatorium. We uh, were told that he uh, lives at this address. Well, he, he does, but he's at work at the moment. I see. We've uh, picked a difficult time. Uh, do you know when he might be returning? No, normally in the evenings. I'm, I'm, I take care of the house, but he's, uh, he's, he's not here right now. I could tell him you called, if you like. Mr... what was the name? Smith, John Smith. Mr. Smith. Okay, yes, I, I will. Um, I, I will tell the doctor you called. Yes, yeah, so Mr. Smith and uh, 
Mr. Berg. Mr. Smith and Mr. Berg. Okay, yes, so there's no problem. She, she sort of goes to close the door. Thank you. As, as they were talking, before we move away from this, mm-hmm. um, Barnard was more focused on looking past this woman to see down the corridor. What what could he see in the house, if anything? So, looking inside, yeah, the, the, directly kind of behind the door um, was a, as a hallway with uh, a staircase heading upwards. Sort of further on past the staircase, there's there was an open door. You can just about see it might be a kitchen beyond, but that's all you can see really behind it. There was a hat stand next to the the door, with uh, which seems to be empty at the moment. That's about all you can see from your vantage point. Mm-hmm. Um, just before she gets the door closed, then I'm going to ask her, what time exactly does the doctor usually return? Well, could. Depends on his schedule. Could be any time from... On an average day, woman. There's no need to talk to me like that. And I would like to kind of (laughs) tense up a little bit and kind of rear up on his feet a little bit and kind of look as big as possible and uh, at this point attempt some level of intimidation on her. All right. Sure. (laughs) Mr. Perth. That's escalated quickly. Yeah. Not right now, Mr. Smith. (laughs) Make an intimidation check for me then. Eighty-nine oh, failure. She doesn't seem that impressed with you. Um, she sort of she goes to close the door a little bit. When she says, "Well, I'm sure he'll be home by at least seven. Then closes the door. Tense, still turning towards Alistair. It's seven o'clock. It's quite the wait from now. Long enough of time for you to calm down. I'm not so sure about that. That's why there's gin in my pocket. Come on. <laughs> so, uh, while the two of them are at the front door, Madam Sway, um, you are able to make your way around the side of the house. Uh, what are you looking for specifically? A few windows, um, um, mostly curtains yeah. drawn, but um, yeah. Have you got anything specific that you're actually looking for? Since our suspicion suspicions are raised about the doctor, she's going to look to see if there's like a a cellar door, okay. possibly. Like one of those kind of exterior sort of up yeah, against the wall. Like a, that's cool. Like weird. They would probably like throw in the coal. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yes, you do find one of them. <gasps> She's going to wander up to see. Um, is there anything around? Is there anyone around? You can't see anybody. No. I mean, you can hear the sounds of talking from the front of the house. You can't really make out what's being said. You can. You, you, you've known Alistair and. Barnard well enough now, even though it's still only been a couple of days, that you can tell you can hear just from the tone of Barnard's voice that he's getting tense again but you can't really hear what's being said Oh dear <laughs> Gonna examine the uh, the door to see yeah, if she can is, open it or not There's a small padlock on it I'm gonna take my trusty hairpin out again okay. See if I can jimmy it Sure, okay, make a locksmith check for me then 74. Oh, no. no, I mean the the padlocks are, it's it's not like rusty or anything, but it, you can't seem to work it with your hairpin. I'm afraid. Damn. Blast. Um, she's just gonna quietly trek and see round, poke her head round the corner to see if she can see the the two men and gesture them over. Yeah, you you poke your head round the corner just as the door closes, and they are standing there. Alistair looking fairly patient 
Barnard less so. I'm going to frown. Great, disappointed frown. Mm. But still be like, Gentlemen, this way. I found a door. After you, Barnard. And then Barnard kind of wanders off with a, a great deal of stiffness about him. Okay, so it's sort of... It's like a kind of... Um, it's at an angle. It's kind of like a, a pair of sort of doors that are clearly leading downwards to some kind of basement, but there is a padlock on them at the moment. I tried to get it open, but... Last lock wouldn't budge. What's the state of repair around the hinges on this thing? Are the hinges on the outside, or are they inside of the building, kind of opening outwards? Uh, well, the doors do open outwards, yes. But the hinges could be on the outside of the door where we could access them, or they would be inside the door opening outwards, if you know what I mean. Yeah, they'd be on the inside, I think. Okay. Hmm. And the wood's not... It's just in good, a reasonable state. It's yeah, not it's the kind like, of thing that's yeah, in disrepair. It's or not anything. like rotting away or anything. It seems in okay. fairly good nick. Right. Um, it would appear that you found a coal shed. Yes, but it might not just be any old coal shed. I suppose. You have, your, you have your suspicions about the man. He could be storing his organs here. And I'm going to look a little green. Just walk away. And uh, kind of now taking note, and yes, that's the fair point. So, yes, quite. Uh, I suppose with the, what this man's up to, he could be doing anything down there. Uh, have we had a. Have you, have you attempted to get into this thing? I saw that hairpin trick you did earlier. Yes, I, I did try the lock, but it blasted. Thing is blasted. I can't. Any ideas, Alistair? I could try thumping it with my trowel, but it might cause a noise and alert the maid. Could you force it upwards with your trowel through the padlock and force the lock that way? I can give it a go. Certainly. So, uh, Alistair reaches in and takes out his trowel. Trusty trowel, yeah. Which has some level of importance. Yeah. I think it belonged to his mother. Yes, it belonged to my mother. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. Or um, just trying to think. So your so your your plan is to take the trowel and try and break the padlock off using the trowel. Yeah. Okay. Try and pivot um, it and snap something. Put, put like slipping it underneath. Yeah. yeah and like, and then using it as leverage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I imagine that would make less noise than bashing it with the trowel. Yes, indeed. Hmm. Okay. Would that um, be a strength check or? Yes, I think it would because you're still trying to apply leverage to it to kind of yeah. pop it open, aren't you? It's not like you're not trying to fix something or anything like that. No, you it's are not try- you are still physically trying to break this. Yeah. So yeah, I think this would be a strength check. As we're just preparing to like break this, um, are there any windows or doors like the rear entrance or anything? Is is there anything? very close to us where somebody could either be observing us or would potentially be very close by indoors to hear what we're doing uh yeah there, i mean there are a couple of windows there the curtains are drawn on them at the moment but i mean you don't know what's going on inside so right okay you're pretty much just, just you've, you've <laughs> she closed the door on you and you all just walk around to the side of the house and they're about to break <laughs> in in the middle of the day so I, who has their curtains closed in the middle of the day well, not fair point oh, there we go that's a very fair point 
know, okay, like, so, so at least not the paper. <laughs> that's just me. Yes, but that's because you you work in the evenings and sleep yeah, most that, of the day. Yeah. Also, I'm like a weird cave hermit, but that's. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so so noting that the uh, chances of getting caught are pretty high here, uh, Barnard goes to the corner of the building and kind of like pokes an eye around there while uh, Alistair's getting this all set up and ready, just to sort of. I'll, I'll I'll keep a lookout around this corner just in case that woman comes around here looking looking for us potentially. I suspect I may have given her reason to. The front or the rear? Um. Well, we're we're at the rear of the building. I mean, we well, you we just not? came round in my head from the front. So we've gone from the front to the side. Yeah, and you just said you're going up right. to the corner. Are you going back towards so, the front corner? Or, so I'm going to go back towards the front corner just to make sure that there's nobody coming out of the front door or that right, nobody's okay. going to come down that side. Okay. Well, since, since Alice is doing the jimmying of the lock, I'll go around the other side then, and at the other corner, and, and keep an eye out that way. Okay, yeah. So, Madam Sway, looking that way, you can see the, the, the back of the building. There is a, a door further along. and I mean, there's windows all around this. Some of them have got curtains drawn, some of them don't. You can't see anybody at the moment, but um, if your suspicions are right, there is only the housekeeper in at the moment. Right. So, okay. Let's get that strength check from Alistair then. Okay. So, aiming for 40 or under. Here goes nothing. 27. 27. So, okay, so some work takes you a couple of goes, and it's not silent, I will stress that as well. You know, you are breaking a padlock, Mm -hmm. um, but you do manage to just pop it open. It does clang a bit, though, as you're doing it. This this isn't like a silent act, you're not lock-picking it, you are breaking it, Yeah. sort of thing, but it, it does fall open. Good. Right. Done. So, as I rasp and whisper out to them, quite a loud mm-hmm. one, I remove the lock, throw it to the ground, preferably into something grass-laden so it doesn't make a ringing noise. Okay. And then I carefully open one of the doors. Mm-hmm. And look inside. Uh, a set of steps lead down into darkness. Right. Are the other two joining me? That is up to them. Are, are you joining um, me? I'm going to take a look around the back, see if there's no one there, and then walk towards the entrance and walk down. Okay. Yeah, hearing the clang, Barnard gives a little quick look around the front again, sees, well, does he see, see or hear any indication of anybody coming out of the front? Make an intelligence check for me. <laughs> both of you, actually, if you, you're both looking at okay. the front. Yeah. 13. Oh, another one, I'm fine. Barnard, yeah. 83 I am not Madam <laughs> Sweet, yeah, you, you can't see any signs of anything. You know, it all seems clear to you. Uh, Barnard, you can't see anybody or hear anybody from the front. Okay, then. So Barnard quickly kind of uh, skulks around the corner to rejoin Alistair. And seeing the darkness down there, um, pulls out a uh, the packet of matches that he's been using to light his cigars. Okay. And uh, chucks the packet down to Alistair who's already taken a step or two down those stairs yeah right okay oh thank you put a little illumination on the situation I take a match out of the box mm-hmm and let there be light okay so it's a very small amount of light because it's just a, a match um it's something yeah the room appears mostly to just have a lot of kind of junk and it's a couple of sort of trunks down here um, I mean you know I say it's not 
you're not fully illuminated it's just like a quick you get a quick glance before the match kind of burns out it just seems to be kind of like a storage space quite dusty a lot of cobwebs do I, do I notice any lanterns or anything around me that I could potentially light not really no no I drop the match mm-hmm. and I light another one okay looking around are there any doorways or any stairs inside this room further in I mean it's not a huge basement um, there is a set of stairs leading up further in but you can't I mean they kind of disappear up but the ceiling sort of crosses them at certain points you can't see where they got to you would guess there's a door upstairs that they open out onto right I light a third and final one and I move if I'm if the doorway I've come through is behind me in the stairs yeah I move to the right okay see if there's anything in that corner of, of note anything I can make out um there is there's some again just sort of boxes um anything written on them not no they're not labelled at all nothing at all um Again, I'm a stress is you know it's quite dusty and cobwebby down right. here. Hmm. Probably set fire to the cobwebs and clear the place up a bit. Okay, so at this point I'm just sort of standing vaguely mm-hmm. in the darkness, but I'm t- I'll turn around so I've got a view towards where we've come through. Yep. Uh, waiting to see what the others do. Okay. Okay. Having noted the light go up and down down there a few times. Um, after the third time Barnard kind of takes a step or two down the stairs and sort of ducks down and calls in like Alistair have you found anything of interest not really no just cobwebs and boxes of junk by the look of it Mm. quickly get back up here I have a horrible feeling like we're uh, playing on the clock here yes we should maybe go on my way just another dead end, it seems. Hmm. Not quite the coal shed, but not quite uh, the evidence we might have been hoping for that this doctor's up to something. I have a horrible feeling we're leaving a trail behind us. So I walk back towards the steps and head up. Um, can I go um, out of character for a second? When? No. No, 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 just discuss. (laughs) No, as in discuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, When... You two were up in the doctor's office. Did you pocket any of the bottles? Because there was ether. It was one of the ones that AJ said you saw? Yes. Yeah, I've yes, got yeah, one. Sway pocket of both. Yeah, I've got both of them. Right. And you could potentially knock somebody out with ether. Mm. What if mm-hmm. we ventured into the house and knocked out the keep the uh, maid? Ooh. It's Ooh. a step. It's a step, but it, it might... Uh, get us a look in the house well I, I feel this is out of Barnard's hands I'll, I'll let you Amy decide whether oh, or not Sway's I happy don't to do something think, quite so uh, questionable I don't think she would that's the thing I think she would she would draw the line at harming or like not. we're not harming them potentially but there is that risk that yeah, I, mean, I think Barnard is content to walk around glowering at people and using his size <laughs> to be like, I could do something, you know, but we've yet to see him tested to the point where he has to do something, so... Well, we we know that 
he's not at the hospital, he's not at home. So the only other place he could be is at that other lady's house. Oh, well, let's let, bring that up in character. That's perfect. Okay, back mm. him. Oh, dead end in here. What do we do now? Where else could he be? The doctor. Well, he's... Uh, I, did, I did speak to a, uh, a man when I was buying gin the other day at the, uh, the general store in town. He was telling me that he, w- he works for this, uh, this woman, the Lady Druitts, the, uh, the owner of the large manor house on the edge of town. He, he uh, was inferring that the doctor pays visits to her. And in fact, yes. when I saw him leaving the sanitarium the other day, I, un- I understand that's where he was traveling, to Druitt House. Yes. Perhaps that might be where he is right now. I found her records. She has numerous visits from him or doctors over the years. That's possibly where he could be. So the house on the head is our next stop. Yeah, that's quite. Onwards. Lead the way. Can I get stealth checks from all three of you? Oh shit, of course. We're still outside somebody's house. Oh, oh, we're Are we walking away from the building? Discretion. Oh dear. I am not discreet at all. <laughs> so, uh, two. So, Alistair's fine. <laughs> the biggest one in the yeah. group is fine. And we got a 61 from Barnard and a 93 from Adam I Sway. Loud buggers. So, I, I'm just going to be. <laughs> we're aiming for under t- 20. <laughs> yeah, I'm singing. So, as, you, as you're talking. There's a sudden kind of rattling. As you look up, the housekeeper is just staring down at you from behind the window, like right next to you. Have we closed the door of the... No, I mean, you didn't tell me you did. She's basically just like (laughs) opened a curtain and a window. If you're stood next to a window with a curtain drawn, she's just opened the curtain and she's just stood right there looking at you with a kind of look on her face of like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, <laughs> <laughs> How the hell would Barnard react to that? Spot really is the enemy for you two. Yeah. Um, she seems kind of in shock. Um, but you would guess you haven't got long before something. Yeah, I suggest we leave very quickly. I'm going to shove them off. Going, Come on, move! Away with you! Barnard pulls you. his scarf up his face a little bit in a fairly ineffectual gesture to yeah, I mean, try and hide himself a you're, bit. You're pretty distinctive. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, <laughs> kind of slinks off to the side like shit, shit. Let's get out of here. Shit, my more shit. Boulder dash. Okay, so <laughs> you see, you look, you look back, and she is, she's not at the window anymore. And I tell you, the three of you are just you're kind of running. I wouldn't say running. I would say hastily walking away. Because we haven't actually technically pushing. done anything. Hastily being pushed down the dr- down the driveway. Yeah, I'm shoving them down the road. Kid timing. So out of sight now. She uh, behind you as you as you get to the end of the driveway. You hear the door open. She's you hear her shouting, "Stop! Stop! The police are on their way." There's there's not even a moment's hesitation. Barnard keeps going. <laughs> There's no need to call the police, love. I'll see them off. Don't worry. One <laughs> move it, you fire boys. <laughs> um, right. So, yeah, you three of you are back on the road, yeah. having been this caught is the breaking into in a house. Town, right? <laughs> this is the one road that leads to town, yeah. Yep. 
Right. Okay. N noting this, then, as soon as we're out of the driveway, Barnard turns to and says, "There's only one way to this place. The police are kind of head straight to us if she's not lying, and I suspect she's not." Um, what's to the sides of the road right now? Woods. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, might I suggest that we uh, make a break for the wilderness, or at least uh, head through the, the woods towards our destination, just to uh, throw, the, throw the fuzz off a little bit? I'm right behind you. Well, we've came this far. We might as well. Can I... Ah. Because Alistair's been to this place before. Uh, it's I a ask? stretch at this point. Well, you haven't been to this house, really. No, 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 but he's been in the area before. Yeah. Can, do I, is there a knowledge role? Or that For what? What are, you, what are you trying to... Memory of what... If there's a way we can get to the headland through the woodland. Well, I mean... Could, could you, I navigate? If you walk in that direction, you can. Yeah, I mean, you can make a navigate check, but it's not really a knowledge thing. Because, like I say, I mean, this is a house to the north of town. You, you I wouldn't have thought Alistair had been here. You know, Mark got rambling as a kid with his parents. You don't know. <laughs> Archaeologists wander all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> just give me the eyebrow. Yeah. Just, try, just trying to think of what might keep us away from the police. I mean, you get, if you want to go off road, you know, navigate checks could be made by people who want to make them. I'll do a navigate check. Well, I've got a navigate as a skill, so <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll be the first time Barnard's done something other than intimidate somebody. <laughs> 45. 45, and you were aiming for less than 10. Yeah. Yeah, now you are turned around. I mean, you know where the road goes, but mm. yeah. Barnard, with a, a sense of direction that's fairly reasonable, recognises the fact that we've at some point gotten turned around. Using the sun, he's going to at least acknowledge that much, and I'd like to make a navigation check to try and get us back on course. Sure. Well, okay, so you're aiming to kind of skirt around the town through the woods to kind of Mm -hmm. end up near towards the headland is that sort of what you're saying yeah yeah okay all right make a navigate check for me 27 yeah you're aiming 50 or less um yeah yeah i mean it's it's a little kind of um it's a little bit of a sort of roundabout circular route that you take um but after about an hour of traveling through the woods you uh you do find your way to the river how are we all faring after an hour in the woods? Because <laughs> considering what Madame Sway's wearing, is she fit? Like, how is she going to do out jump, having to hop over logs and potentially ramble a bit? I can pull up my, I can pull up my skirts a bit. Not wearing heels, no. No, well, like <laughs> slight, slight, <laughs> a slight heel, a slight heel. Okay, yeah. well, maybe there's some kind of check that you guys all could make. You can find your way with the navigate. Maybe there's a uh, tailoring check. I want you to. All to I want you all to make survival checks for me. Survival. Oh. Alice is asking. Oh, failure. So forty-three from Barnard. Forty-three for me. Twenty-seven from Madam Sway. Uh, twenty-three. 23. So, Alistair, you only just failed because you are trained in it. Mm. Um, but you all did fail. <clears throat> um, so, okay, let's see. Navigation-wise, Barnard, you're able to get everybody wet to the river with, you know, about an hour. You all have a pretty tough time going through the woods. I would say none of you are... I mean, Alistair, a little bit because of your archaeology and that. But none of you having a great time <laughs> going through these woods you're stumbling Glaring. you know as you make your Glaring. way through 
as you finally sort of break through to the the kind of the riverside, um, you know, the, there's a few sort of maybe a couple of holes have been torn in jackets on <laughs> branches. There's uh, a little bit of sort of stumbling has gone on. Um, so there's maybe some there's some twigs and things sort of twigs, sticking out of there. Brambles. Yeah, you've not had a great time. This hasn't been like the a fun hike through the woods. This has been a frantic, like, we're going in the right direction, but oh, I keep running into all these bushes sort of <laughs> trek through um, what by all accounts should have been pretty easygoing woodland. Um, mm-hmm. Would it be fair to say that mostly, by and large, the three of you are town folk mm. not used to this sort of I mean obviously Barnard was in the war and Alistair does the um, the archaeology and probably not all in towns but for the most part since then you've all kind of not done a great deal of woodland <laughs> traversal would that be fair to say? Yeah I would yeah. Say I think. and definitely not prepared for it today oh certainly not more, more no. definitely not yeah, okay. <laughs> so I will say about ten minutes into your flight through the woods, you did hear the sound of sirens behind you, but as far as you can tell, no sign of anybody following you through the forest. Okay, so as we're emerging dishevelled and probably pretty worn out, <laughs> mm. um, is is Druid House in front of us, like across the river, or like give us a, what's the lay of the land in front of us? Where have we come out? You can find your way. I mean, you, you've come out a little bit up river from the bridge that you previously crossed over, um, mm-hmm. but you can make your way down to that and probably make it to Druid House in about fifteen minutes from fifteen twenty minutes from where you are. Okay. And is is there the possibility of once we've crossed the bridge of again getting off the road? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, noting that then, Bernard kind of turns to the others and says, we're, we're close to Druid House now. Uh, my apologies for that route through the forest. It's been quite some time since my orienteering skills were put to the test like that, and I suspect we may have taken a few wrong turns here and there, but we've we've made it in the end. Oh, don't worry about it, old bean. At least we've, uh, we appear to have given the police the slip. And, uh, yes. thankfully, they, that, woman doesn't know, that woman doesn't know our real names. She does know what you all look like, though. Yeah, but the cops, the police in this town are pretty stupid. They'll <laughs> take the name and go, I don't know who that is. And she only got two names. Yeah. So Sway's alright. She got, she got two <laughs> fake names, but she did get a good look at all three of you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, knowing what you've just said, I suspect we should probably cut our trips to this town short after our uh, business here. Certainly won't be coming back. No, I don't think I will either. Right, so... So across that bridge is Druid House. Uh, once, we're, once we're over that bridge, we can get back off of the road again, get get away from the potential eyes of the police, but that bridge may present a problem. Indeed. Actually, I wonder if there are any rowing boats around here. Some of the local fishermen used to moor them up, I'm pretty sure, along this stretch. Maybe we could get across that way. Any indication of that kind of thing going um... on? Um... Sure, make a make an intelligence check to look for look for a boat. All of us. I don't know who if you want to be looking for boats. Um, Anybody who wants to be looking. Uh, yeah, having yeah, having yeah. heard those words, Bernard's going to at least have a look around. Yeah. Oh, got ten. Nine. Forty-nine. Yeah. 49. Okay. So yeah, these are some decent rolls for. <laughs> um, 
where were these when you were trying to traverse the woods? Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's the theme of the night. Where was that dice roll ten turns yeah. ago? Uh, yeah, I mean, a little bit of looking around, you can see like there's a small jetty a little ways along with a with a boat tied up to it. Small little fishing hut kind of on the bank of the river next to it. No sign really of anybody about, though. Which one of us saw it? <coughs> Barnard did. Okie doke. Um, okay then. We looked in different directions, I guess, and Barnard being the one that spotted it, he kind of gestures over and says, Ah oh, yes, there's the, there appears to be a rowing boat over there. Good memory, old chap. Well spotted. Let's go then. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just in my head, just tallying up the crimes of the day. <laughs> We're slowly becoming murder hobo. Yes, <laughs> we are. It took a few episodes, but finally we're there. To be, honest, to be honest, I don't think any of us are getting out of this alive, so why the fuck not? Well, that's a bit pessimistic. <laughs> well. You don't know. I don't know. We've, we've, we've proven many times that she's, she's apt at avoiding <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm nope. ready for the turning tail moment. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... um. Yeah, you, you you have secured a rowing boat. Yes. What are you doing with it? <laughs> I'm getting in it Let's and cross the river. rowing across the river. Okay, that takes discreetly. That takes fifteen seconds. Discreetly. <laughs> it is a, with this an amount of water we could have waded. To be fair, it. it's not a big river. No, it's it's really not. <laughs> it's really not a big river. But you you made it across dry at least. Yeah. 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 Dry. We probably would put the effort into trying to stay dry at that point. <laughs> We get, a, we get through dry and head straight for the bush. Okay. Yes, and then continue on to do a house in that direction. Yeah, okay, alright, so um, oh, what are you doing? Are you pulling the boat out of the water or are you just letting it drift away? Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're, we're, we're pulling out and... Um, yeah, that's, that's been nice. Okay. <laughs> I've just got, completely stolen it. Yeah, not. I'm just imagining this dude coming back to his fishing hut and going I'll just go out, why is the boat on the other side of the river? <laughs> You bastards! <laughs> you know, just, it's, it's just kids some, again. Exactly, it's just some kids' prank. Because <laughs> that is a good level of kids' prank right there. It's it's a very mild inconvenience, but it's yeah. an inconvenience. Take a boat to the other side of the river and leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> so you um you you head over sort of the, the kind of this is more kind of uh, on the sort of seafront side of things on this side of the river. Um, there's a few less sort of. It's a. It's not so much woodland anymore. It's kind of. Uh, I mean, there's not that. There's no trees or anything. But um, you know, you, you're able to kind of fairly easily make your way to the, the gates of Druid House. Uh, looking through, the first thing you can see. I won't even make your roll for this. Is a car parked outside, which looks like one of the cars you've seen parked outside the sanitarium. Um, specifically, is it the one that Barnard saw the doctor leave in the other day? It looks very similar. Yeah, you can't tell from this distance. I mean, there's a there's a few sort of similar ones that were all parked out front of the sanitarium, so it could, it could very well be the one you saw the other day. Okay, uh, noting that then, and turning to the others, um, kind of pipe up and be like, uh, I suspect that maybe the doctor's car. It seems to match the style that I saw coming out of the sanitarium the other day, and perhaps we were right on our suspicion that he's paying a visit to Lady Druid right now. Yes, the doctor definitely is in. Let's uh, let's get a closer look at the building. I've. Mm. Are we yes. able to get through this gate, or is it? Um... It's closed, but it doesn't appear to be locked. 
Right. So yeah, you and could... are we talking? We're talking like six foot tall, eight foot tall. What what kind of size? How imposing is this entrance? Way? Oh, the 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 walls. Um, the walls are about ten foot tall. The gates are ten. about the similar, um, similar height. Um, kind of so raw there's, iron. There's no getting a leg up on this one then. No, and and then there's sort of iron, not spikes, but the kind of iron work along the top of the wall. It's not, you know, <laughs> it's not particularly welcoming. Right. Yeah, it's a pretty um, well fortified. Well, not well fortified, but like that kind of grandeur. I mean, yeah, the gate's not locked, so you could just open the gate. But like, it's yeah. yeah I just wanted to get a sense—a sense of what we were walking up to. Yes, so, yes. But once the, through the, the gate, there is not a lot of cover. There's kind of there's a few trees and things here and there, but it's mostly kind of open ground between the gate and the house. Okay. So as we're approaching. Uh, Barnard turning to the others wonders um, I, 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 there's not really I mean looking at the three of us right now I'm trying to think of a reason for us to be here that we might ask questions I, I have a horrible feeling that word may be going around the, the village by now that, of people matching our descriptions attempting a, a break in on the doctor's house uh, how would you suggest we approach this who's got the least tattered clothing right now uh, Barnard turns to Sway immediately, feeling like just because she's a lady, she's going to be just that little bit more proper than him in particular. Well, I could act the damsel, if that helps. I suspect it may be our only option in the state that we're in. Agreed. I suppose I could feign in illness and... Well, you could you could suggest, perhaps, if, if word is going around the town that there are scoundrels on the loose... You could perhaps suggest that you've been a victim of them on the road, and that uh, you've been left to fend for yourself, and that perhaps the lady of the house might uh, show mercy and some charity at this moment. Perhaps that could get you through the door. Yes, I could ask you to use the telephone. Yes. And then perhaps as you do that, maybe uh, myself and Alistair could, uh, well, follow your suit from the previous uh, house and perhaps uh, attempt a little breaking and entering again. Because that worked so well last time. <laughs> At this point, Barnard's all in. Like we're, we're yeah. he's kind of like war mode has kicked oh, yeah, in. No, the no, mission no, is on. Not, like this, this, we're I'm, on. Like I'm not talking your plan down at all. I'm just <laughs> yeah. No, the choices have been made. And hey, if you guys are with Barnard, then he's willing to keep going like this. Like, <laughs> let's keep going to the end, guys. <laughs> all right, I'll, I like damsel. You. Oh, all right. Give me a moment. Before you go, one of your hairpins, in case we need ah. to pick a lock. Take one out and hand it to Alistair. And I'm going to get in character. <laughs> <laughs> lemon face. Ah, lemon face. <laughs> doing, the, doing the exercises, the mouth exercises. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Barnard <laughs> winces as she does this in front of him like what are you doing woman <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's method acting I believe just just let, just let her do her thing mm. right alright gents get well hidden and the show will begin maybe maybe get through the gate first yes I'm going to hold onto the gate and be like oh my goodness oh dear and then pull it open and then she's going to run towards the, the door. I'm, I can't believe this is happening. Help! Excuse me! Can I please use the telephone? Please! 
an emergency. I mean, they haven't opened the door yet, but it's, you know, you're setting up a good scene here. I like it. Um, Please. <laughs> from, from the gate, Barnard watching this, sort of, like, noticing that there's no movement from the building at all, in spite of some of this implored pleading, mm-hmm. sort of looks towards Alistair and again raises an eyebrow, like, hmm, perhaps we've made the wrong choice. <laughs> I'll say, well, I'll say this. The regent won't be wanting her. <laughs> super harsh critics. <laughs> like, <laughs> super <laughs> So just to, just to clear this up then. So while she's distracting whoever answers the door, then the two of you are going to, what, just run for the side of the building? Yeah, I think, I think what we need to do is scope out the sides of it and see if there is another way in that gives us better cover than the grounds at the yeah. front. Also bearing in mind she's already started running to the door. Yeah. So we need to we need to sort of move quick. Yeah. I just want to know what you're doing, that's all. Right. Okay, she's reached the door. Bernard, let's head round to the right. Yes, lead the way. Okay, so I lead the way. Okay. And we're moving down. Can I get stealth checks from Barnard and Alistair then? <laughs> As Madame Sway is trying to you know grab attention, but um, you two are very much trying not to get spotted. <laughs> so, so big, bulky men try to be stealthy in an open field. Okay. I am a failure. I got 40. Okay. 37. 37? Okay, well, you were aiming for 20. So, okay, well, no, this isn't necessarily... A bad thing. Yeah, you know, uh, how things were earlier. This is. I just want to get a gauge on what number you're getting, really. Fair enough. Um, which I guess is strictly not the rules, but fuck it. Um, <laughs> I've, I'm pretty sure we haven't followed a lot of the rules. In no, this. indeed. Um, okay, so, Madam Sway, you make it to the front door. So, glancing over your shoulder, you see the two of them trying, starting to make their way, kind of, not immediately along behind you but kind of off to the side sort of heading a different Mm -hmm. direction Um, but you make it to the front door Uh, it's again I mean everything about this house is quite imposing it's it's quite a large um, sort of brick and stone construction and the front door is sort of um, this set of columns on either side of the door holding up a kind of sort of stone kind of it's not really like a porch roof kind of thing you know what I mean like there's like a big Mm -hmm. yeah thing over the top of it have like an archway over the um, over the front door, which is a sort of set of double doors, um, carved uh, wooden, and um, yes, that's facing you. Is there a knocker that I can knock on? Yes, quite large sort okay. of um, iron kind of thing that looks, it looks similar. Sort of, it's quite you know quite high craftsmanship on it, and uh, yeah, quite a large thing. She's just going to continue pleading at the door um, and trying to make her like shirt and her her like clothes a little bit more dishevelled. All right, okay. That she's been running, kind of thing. Okay, uh, like, can you make a disguise check for me? Yes. I have that skill. I think. Aiming for fifty on this one. That's one of your skills. Fifty-eight. <gasps> okay. No, look, as 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 with the stealth, I just wanted to get a gauge of sort of how well you've done this, really. So 58 aiming for 50 is not too bad, I think. So, okay, there's a, there's a, you're, you're kind of, you've got off a few seconds there before <laughs> the door is answered and you, you're fairly confident in what you've done. There's no way of gauging that at the moment. So the door is answered by a slightly older looking man 
in a suit. Looks to be a butler of some sort. Um, you guess this was maybe the guy that um, uh, Barnard uh, referred to as meeting in the shop the other day. Miss, what can I... what are you doing here? I'm so, I'm so sorry to intrude, but I've just... I've just had a run-in with two awful men. They... they robbed me, and then tried to chase me from the sanitarium. I had to run through the woods. Please. From the please. sanitarium? Yes, I ran from the woods. I was having a walk, and then these two men just jumped me in the middle of outside the field. And I just fled through the woods. I just tailed it, running for my heels. Please, can I please use the telephone? And she's just going to burst out into tears. Okay. Can I, can I get a charm check from you? Aiming for 70. 80. 80. Okay. <laughs> that, was your, that was your best skill as well. Um, oh. Okay. All right. Um... These are these are ugly tears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he seems skeptical. Um, he hasn't moved from the doorway. As I, I, I'm afraid you'll have to find um, so, somebody else. This is uh, the private residence. But you're here. I'm sure you're fine. <laughs> you my he does seem a little bit like he doesn't quite know how to respond. Um, he sort of, he kind of like hesitantly just sort of pats you on the shoulder and says, There, there, there miss. Uh, that just makes her worse. She just makes it worse. <laughs> she just starts howling and like, like moving into his, into his space and like trying to seek some comfort. <laughs> just bawling her eyes out. Okay, he seems quite <laughs> taken aback at this. Um, I mean, he obviously wasn't expecting a crying woman at the door. Says so not well, I, I can call the police for you if you like, but you can't come inside. And I'll just say, can I, can I please just share? I'll talk quite happily at the door. Our face is just slowly getting higher and yeah, higher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, make another charm check for me. <laughs> Ten. Um, okay, that's more like it. So he he seems to kind of relent a little bit when you you know you're kind of like, as you say you're kind of like how am I going to get home? I've lost all my money. Know this. Um, you've kind of called him a little bit off guard. If you take a seat here in the foyer, I, I will call the police for you, and we can. Hopefully sort this all out, but I would ask you, please, n do not leave the foyer. She's gonna nod and blubber and just... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you have a hanky? <laughs> he put, yeah, he pulls a handkerchief out from his pocket. Seems pretty clean. Thank you! Take that! That's my acting for you. Yeah. <laughs> The Regency definitely wants me now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he he um he shows you to a chair um in the foyer, which is quite a large it's a large room. There's a, a, a set of stairs leading upwards from it, and then closed doors all all around. So if you if you wait here, Miss, I will uh, I will call the police. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> He steps away through um, through one of the doors, leaving you in this foyer. And uh, yes, it all seems it's it's quite a dark room. 
there's paintings on the wall, a lot of portraits, a lot of them seem to have a kind of family resemblance to each other. Say, a lot, a lot of the, the windows seem to be curtains drawn again. Does it look like it's been, like, staged for mourning, almost? Like, things have covered up, or... Make a psychology check for me. 20. 20 aiming for 10. Okay, that's still not too bad. It wouldn't be a huge stretch to say that that's... that that's possible. Yeah, I mean, there's some black drapery around and that, but you can't say for sure. Okay. So, Alistair and Barnard, you've gone around the side of the building. Mm-hmm. You're again. You're seeing a lot of curtains drawn on the lower floor. There's not a lot of signs of movement at all or anything. What was it you're looking for around here? Just um, any alternative way onto the property that doesn't mean we have to get stuck with going in the front where we're going to get noticed. So you're looking for like a back door or something like that. Back door, side entrances, or a breach in the wall where we can sneak under or something like that. I mean, you're through the wall. Oh. Yeah, we, we, we snuck through the gate and slunk along the wall, was my understanding. Oh. That was what I thought you were doing, yeah. Oh, sorry, no, I, I thought that Madame Sway went through the gate and we went around the outside. No, I assumed you kind of, she went through, then you <laughs> followed her through the gate and kind of went off to us to the side of the building. Oh. Okay, we're looking for a means of getting into the property that is open already and is not necessarily going to cause suspicion. Right, okay. Yeah, as we're approaching the side of the building, um, considering what happened last time we were at the side of a building, um, Barnard's going to kind of move in close to the side of the building itself as soon as possible and try and either gesture or kind of pull Alistair in that direction to get underneath any windowsills that they might be passing by. So at the very least, there's less chance anybody's going to catch them if a window's open or somebody's potentially looking out there. Yeah, okay, good idea. Smart. So we'll continue along the wall, and uh, what do we find as we're we're heading along the side of the building? Heading along the side of the building, you kind of turn a corner to find yourselves kind of what could be considered the, the back, which is sort of facing the headland. And there is actually, I mean, in comparison to the sort of quite open kind of, not waste ground, but kind of, not you know, it's not really, didn't have sort of a, a lawn or anything at the front, you know, it's just kind of... A driveway leading, you know, up to the front. At the back, there is a quite well-tended uh, garden of sorts. Not huge. In fact, most of the sort of the land that the the house is sitting on does appear to be sort of mostly sort of uncultivated, you know, untaken care of. It's just kind of wild, wild flowers and you know, wild plants. But there is a sort of um, kind of lawn section. There's flower beds. Small greenhouse at the back as well. Does it all does it all have that untended quality, or is there clearly somebody? No, this this bit is in tended. In some way, shape, or form, yeah, just the, keeping it looked the, after. Okay. The garden bit is definitely taken care of. Okay, but it, perhaps they don't have the staff to do the whole place anymore. Is it? Would that be a reason presumption to make? Not specifically. No, it's more that the majority of the the land is just untended. It's just you know kind I of. I see. It was never intended to be like, once upon a time, this was like a grand garden and it's fallen on hard times and now here's a small pocket that's still the same as it no, was. No, it doesn't, it doesn't really look like that so much. Right, um, okay. You do see a couple of doors on that side that they look closed there, but they're kind of, you know, op- they would open out onto the garden, onto like a, not patio, but you know what I mean, like a sort of kind of outside area. <laughs> mm-hmm. Noting this... And turning to Alistair, 
and say, um, Alistair, um, perhaps one of us should continue on around the back of this building. Check the other corner, have a look around the other side of the house to see if there's any other entrances there, and then uh, let's uh, rejoin and uh, have a little discussion about what to do next once we know what's, uh, what the actual lay of the land is. Good idea. I'll head round and check the other side, and I'll meet you back here soon. Well, back there, rather. Yes. Good luck. Okay. And I wander off. Okay, so you're 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 kind of carrying on the way you're going then. Yeah. Um, Ducking under windows, hugging the wall yeah. when necessary. The usual. Okay. And Barnard, you're sort of staying in this kind of garden area, is that? Yeah, kind of staying towards the corner. We've just come around to get into the garden to again, kind of like hang on the corner, keep just scoping the area out making sure that there's no sounds of anybody coming. Same as in the last house, pretty much. Trying to make sure nobody's going to come around the side of the house unexpectedly and happen upon us. Mm. Okay. So, Barnard, you're... You know, you, you, it, it does all seem pretty well deserted really where you are. Alistair, as you make your way along, you do pass under... I mean, it, it, it's not an open window, but there is a kind of upper part of the window that is kind of a cracked open. And... You just hear from it the kind of the opening and closing of a door and the inside a voice, single voice, say, Yes, hello, that's the police. Had a young woman turn up at our, uh, up at uh, Druid Hall, turn up on the doorstep crying about being uh, attacked by somebody in the woods. It'd be good if you could send someone out to take her away, please. And the sound of, is a clicking sound. And that's it. So the click's probably the phone going down. Could be. You can't see if you're ducking down, you know. At that point, I turn my attention away from what I was hearing to see if there's any cover in this area that we might be able to use if and when the police actually arrive. Just um, to keep ourselves hidden. If we can't get into the house at this before they arrive, we'll need to hide ourselves from their view. There is... I mean, you, you, you've still got a lot... You're, you're still kind of near the garden... Looking around, you can see there's it's it's sort of separate from the house. There's a quite large greenhouse with a lot of sort of there's there's some you know you, there's places to hide. Good, you know. That's right then. Okay, I think I should probably go back to Bernard and tell him that the police have been summoned. Mm. That uh, Madame Sawyer's trick has worked. Okay. Sort of. Right. Yeah. So I move back. Bernard. Yep, no, no problem there. Like yeah. I say, as long as you're staying low and... Yeah, I'm, I'm staying on the down low. I just caught a bit of a telephone conversation. I think Madame Swiss trick worked. She's inside the house. Possibly. But the police are on their way. Possibly also. Hmm. Seems the clock is ticking again. Indeed. We should, uh... We should test a couple of these doors, perhaps. I'd, at this point, I, I've... I, 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 uh, yes, let's, uh, let's try some of these doors. Gently. So, over the course of a few minutes, I mean, there's not a lot of doors. You tried the couple that there are, and they do seem to be locked. Doors into the house at the back. Can we, um, having noted all of these doors are like that, are there any, what kind of doors are they? Are these, are any of them, like, um, conservatory doors? Are they, have they got glass panels on them? Um, there... they do have some glass panels, not like conservatory doors, but they're, they are, sort of, there's glass in them. The kind of thing where, should one of those panels be smashed, we would be able to reach in and pretty much undo the latch. Possibly, kind of yeah. 
Okay. Um, before we go about that, I was going to say this um, is getting more and more extreme. <laughs> Um, going to the side of the building that we had first come down so the quiet side where we didn't hear a phone call Mm -hmm. um, Barnard's going to test windows just to give a little push on the frame to see if any of them have any give and see if anything's open nothing appears to be No, I mean a lot of these ones on the lower floor seem to have curtains drawn and seem to be fairly securely closed okay I could just let you in the front door Hmm, that's a good right. Um, well, we know you're in the foyer, but then that feels like how do, how do we get to that point where you know that we're trying to get in, so you know to come and open the door. Like I've I've got the vision in my mind, and it requires a small amount of contrivance on the part of Bernard and Alistair's part to have this thought of one of us walking up to the letterbox, flipping it open, and you can see our eyes. <laughs> And that that would be your cue, but then at the same time that feels like maybe we're approaching the point where we're running out of options and we really didn't think this plan through very hard, so now perhaps we're gonna have to kinda of with a with our tails between our legs wander back to the front door as a last ditch, like Right, we've tested windows, nothing's working, so Barnard's gonna to turn to Alistair and say uh, this building is better secured than we had hoped. Um our, our plan, what little there was, seems to be failing. I have a horrible feeling that we should get out of here sooner rather than later, and that we're perhaps Madam Sway needs to know what's going on. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering what your plan was. Really. Barnard's <laughs> plan was mostly just, where is the doctor? The end. Yeah. <laughs> Go to where the doctor is. The end. I think we might be approaching this the wrong way. Mm-hmm. The garden is quite expansive, and you note how separate it is from the rest of the house. Maybe there's a way in somewhere hidden in the garden. Well, I've certainly no better ideas at this point. The doors and windows are all closed. Perhaps, uh, yes, let's, at the, the very least, we can get further away from the building should the police turn up. I suspect Madam Sway may well get away if her, uh, if her act holds up. But you and I, we're, we're very much going to be wanted men by the end of the day. Well, we've come this far, and we both want answers. Mm. What have we got to lose? Very little, my friend. Very little. Once more onto the breach, dear friend. Come on this way. So, with that, I lead further into the garden to uh, keeping low, keeping as sneaky as possible, Mm -hmm. and investigating what is there and if, if there's any hidden potential route that we can use to get into the building. Okay, um, I mean the garden is kind of, you're kind of heading away from the building by going into the garden. Um, as I said, there's this large sort of greenhouse with kind of like ironwork is the, the frame with um, glass on the, you know, in between. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of kind of trees around, um, there's quite a few kind of sort of bushes is the wrong word, but it's quite, you know, there's a lot of rhododendron bushes, stuff like that. As you get closer to the uh, greenhouse, you can see there's actually in the centre of it, I mean, there's a lot of kind of flower beds and stuff on the inside, but in the centre of the greenhouse is a quite wide... Uh, it looks like the top of a well that has been... Mm. It's a bit odd to put a well in the middle of the greenhouse, you think, but yeah. that is there. Bernard, look at this. The mm. green In the greenhouse. Oh, yes, how odd. Yeah, who do you know of his, in history who has ever put a greenhouse on top of a well? An indoor well all round seems like a strange idea. Indeed. 
Let's take a closer look. Yes. So, at this point, uh, the, you say we say there's a well. Is it? Is it? Can we? Can we identify that it is a well, but it's covered over, or uh, is it, it actually is, open? It is. It has got a cover over the top of it, and, but it looks like just almost like just kind of like wooden shutters. Right. Thing. Any locks on it? Not that you can see. And and nothing else incongruous as we enter the greenhouse. No smells. Anything like that. Uh, make a. Oh, there's not really a smell check, is there? No. I guess. Is there a detect skill of any kind? I mean, there's there's. I mean, there's listen. You would think there would be a smell check. Sniff. Yeah. Sniff check. Um. Right, would would track? Would track recognize the smell? This. Oh, we could maybe go with survival again. Oh, natural world actually. Yeah, yeah, natural world. Natural world. Okay, no. So. Oh, Don't have any Alistair, yeah, Alistair is actually... No, neither of you are trained in it, actually. I no. so. And I failed, I got 25 and I needed... Needed 10. I shall roll. Uh, I got 13. 13. That's pretty close. Um, the flower smells in, in here are quite strong. Looking around, you can see that, I mean, a lot of the flowers that appear to be in here it's not just like I mean there's flowers around the edge but there also is a kind of winding path through the greenhouse as well so there is some sort of larger bushes and things um, as well but everything in here seems to have been picked to have quite it's stuff that you sort of even just as a sort of amateur would know it's quite the smells are known to be quite strong okay. and but there's quite a sort of salty smell as well in here as uh, as it goes while the two of you are going into the the, the greenhouse Madam Sway as you're sat kind of in the the foyer, kind of wondering what um, what happens next, the uh, the butler returns. Says uh, the police are are on their way. If you will just stay here, Miss. Thank you. She's going to wipe away her tears a bit and just check her her hands and her arms. Mm. Had to run through the woods that were covered in scratches. As you're sitting there. Um, you hear the sounds of footsteps coming down from upstairs, and looking up. Are you looking up? I take it, or are you just yeah, kind of, yeah, you'd be, just be reacting to every kind of little strange sound, mm -hmm. acting the part of a terrified mouse. So coming down the stairs, you see a man that you recognise from the painting you saw in his office, um, who's on one arm. He has a middle-aged lady. You'd put her at. Mid fifties, uh, tough to tell. Quite pale, but she doesn't appear sort of frail or anything. Just maybe that she doesn't go out that much. And walking behind them, carrying a, a case of some sort, is a man in an orderly's uniform. As they reach the bottom of the stairs, the the butler sort of looks up. Ah, oh, um, uh, my lady, uh, this uh, this young woman was. Uh, in some distress, I, I I have called the police. It's uh, nothing to be nothing to be concerned about. She gives you a sort of, um, you know, she she doesn't look too concerned. That makes sense. She doesn't look like mm -hmm. cruel or anything, but it's more that she's sort of maybe just not used to dealing with people, and she sort of she nods when, uh, as the butler says, it's all in hand. She just sort of nods to her. Okay, see that we're not disturbed. She she sort of gives you a sort of a look, but she she's not really kind of talking to you. If that makes sense. Mm. Um, 
the doctor sort she, of she's like a little bit put out by me yeah it's quite unexpected you would guess it's mainly i mean you get the feeling there's not a lot of visitors anyway not at least not mm. very very much not any unexpected visitors and the doctor sort of gives you a bit of an odd kind of longer look as well but he doesn't say anything the the three of them the the doctor the the lady and the orderly turn and head towards the rear of the building pulling aside a, a sort of tall curtain which seems to have been covering a door the lady opens she turns a key in the door opens it and there's a soft breeze comes through as they step out into the back garden of the the house through it you get a, a sort of slight glimpse of a uh, pathway uh, leading to a greenhouse and they close the door behind you and the curtain swings back into place the butler's sort of still sort of standing there just kind of kind of milling around really Alistair and Barnard you hear the sounds as you, you're kind of in the greenhouse you sort of hear a slight click even through the glass as um, a door is opened on the main house get down what would you like to do hiding yeah um okay. Well, how big is this greenhouse? It's pretty big. It's it, it, okay. it's it's pretty big. Um, it's not like a it's not like a tiny little greenhouse. It's more of a kind of I don't know. It's basically the size of my house. Kind of. <laughs> it's okay, a, like a, like it, a, I'm trying to think arboreum. Yeah, it's, yeah, arbor, yeah, an arboretum or an arboreum. arboretum. It's, yeah, it's more like that than a, a greenhouse. I, I could yeah, that's a more accurate description of it. It's quite a large, so quite a large structure sort of thing. Okay, right. Um, is there any? plants or shrubbery nearby that looks good to jump into and kind of yeah. maybe try and pull a bit on top and hide in amongst there's, the There's some larger bushes you could um, you could get behind. Okay, let's try that. Let's get. Can I get stealth checks from sure. the pair of you? Oh, stealth is not Barnard's hot suit. I know it's not your thing, but oh, there's a lot finally, of... Finally! Finally he did it! He did it! Oh, stealth. <laughs> nine. A, nine, a nine from Barnard. Eighteen. Eighteen. So both of you have passed oh, wow. your, your stealth checks. Hooray. Done good. That's quite. It's quite lucky. So you both dive behind um, a massive rhododendron. Yeah, massive rhododendron bush, which is sort of growing to one side, <laughs> and continues to grow and grow and grow. <laughs> and uh, you, you think you're pretty well hidden in here. It's only a few seconds before you hear the door of the um, of the arboretum. We'll call it an arboretum for now. Um, it's a much better word. Than <laughs> greenhouse. Can we get um, you with the fancy terminology. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, my five dollar words. Um, <laughs> That's my five dollar word, Dan. <laughs> I won the credit for being a smart art. Yes. One day. If I even got the word right. Anyway, so we have dived into bush. You have dived into uh, some cover. Uh, you hear the door to the greenhouse opening and shuffling of footsteps. Now, as previously established in the last episode. When you're hidden like this, you can't really stick your head out without, you know, c compromising your stealth, shall we say. So you can't actually see what's going on, but um, you hear these footsteps on the... There's a soft crunch of gravel beneath them, and the sound of hinges and wood moving as it's sort of put into place. You would guess maybe the shutters have been opened from the... Uh, on top of the well, and... A soft uh, female voice says, sort of calls out, Benjamin, Dr. Quarterly's here with your dinner.
Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, we'll be back next week with the first of our July World Anvil Summer Camp uh, world building episodes. And our next story episode, episode 54, uh, continuing where we left off today, will be available as usual in two weeks' time on Thursday, the 18th of July. Uh, so we hope you'll all tune back in for that. In the meantime, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we are at Pretend With Dice. And you can also email us at pretendingwithdice at outlook.com. Uh, if you're an iTunes or Apple Podcast user, it'd be really great if you could leave us a rating and review. Uh, it all helps us to find new listeners, and we'd love to hear what you all think of the podcast. Uh, so for now, uh, that's our show. I hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. <laughs>